From outside of a car wash in Kirkwood, Missouri, in suburban St. Louis County, don't call me the city, this is Michael's Insurance Daily, a daily insurance coverage and bad faith podcast put on by me, your host, Michael Young. Uh, it is a uh, beautiful day here today in St. Louis. It's 62 degrees, highly unusual for February, so I, along with just about everyone else in the metro area, are at this car wash right now getting our car done. Uh, I have about 30-minute wait here, so I thought this would be the absolutely perfect time to do what anyone else would do in this situation, and that is record a podcast on way number seven that insurance companies can lose their insurance coverage defenses. And way number seven is when a claim arises, the insurance company makes statements to the insured that indicate that the claim is covered. Uh, You know, we talked about reservation of rights letters and acting timely. Even if you do those things in many jurisdictions, once a claim comes in, if the insurance company makes statements to the insured that says, yes, the claim is covered, or no, you don't have to comply with this condition or that condition, it may be difficult for the carrier later to say, no, there's no coverage here, or you insured, you don't have coverage because you didn't comply with the condition. We, we see this a lot in the first party context, not necessarily limited to the first party context, but that's where we see it a lot. Uh, There was a a case uh, fairly recently from uh, an Illinois appellate court where the insurance company's captive agent actually made communications to the insured that indicated uh, for an underinsured motorist claim that the insured did not have to make an arbitration demand in writing when the policy actually required it. I think the insured or the agent in that case made statements that the insured had done everything that they needed to do and that the carrier would get back with them uh, with respect to the claim. Later, the insurance company declined coverage on the grounds that no written demand was made within a certain time period. The appellate court in that case said, no, you can't do that. The insured relied on that statement to their detriment. And so ultimately the insurance company had to provide coverage in that one. Um, you, You know, showing that there was some sort of reliance or prejudice on the part of the insured with respect to the carrier's comments is often required in the jurisdictions that follow this doctrine. So it's definitely something to take a look at. Way number seven, when the insurance company promises or indicates that there's coverage for a claim when there really wasn't many times, super difficult for the carrier to pull that back. Uh, I have an article where I list the top 10 ways that insurance companies can waive their or lose their insurance coverage defenses. I'll have a link to that in the show notes and then also uh, a link where you can read this Illinois case uh, where there was a particular instance where the carrier had to provide coverage because it's of statements they made to the insured. Okay, I think I, uh, I, think I see my car coming around the corner. I think I'm ready to go. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, have a great day. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, I would love it if you were to subscribe and also share this uh, podcast with your friends and colleagues. If you want to learn more about me, Michael Young, just uh, go to my website, michaelyoungstl.com. That's michaelyoungstl.com. You can find my articles, blog posts, uh, links to my LinkedIn, Twitter, email, all that good stuff. As always, you have to remember that the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Have a great day.